Welcome to Live and Love Your Brand, a podcast to support you in sharing your message and mission with the world. I'm your host, Emma Lovell. I'm lovely by name, lovely by nature. I'm a personal branding specialist with a mission to support female entrepreneurs to live and love their brand. I've been running my business, Lovely Communications, for more than 12 years, and I can hand on heart say that my success has come from the strength of my personal brand. I believe in the power of owning and sharing our story. I want to help you own your story, shop consistently, and really put yourself out there. So here on the podcast, you'll find helpful tips, practical exercises, and joyful discussions that will inspire you to reconnect with your brand and communicate it more effectively. I'll be joined by incredible experts to discuss how personal branding can have a huge impact on your business and on your life. I'd love to hear from you, so please make sure to connect over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at lovelycoms, that's L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, double the L means double the life, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and you can join in the conversation in our lovely community, the Live and Love Your Brand Facebook group. Of course, make sure to come back weekly as each new episode drops. I can't wait to share with you how to gain clarity, build confidence, and increase connections all by sharing your unique personal brand with the world. Lovely Communications is based on the Gold Coast and recognizes Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies where we work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on your Gumbe country and from wherever you are listening, we respect the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to another gorgeous episode of the Live and Love Your Brand podcast. Today, my guest is Rebecca Chappell, and I'm thrilled, well, I call her Beck, Beck Chappell, thrilled to have Beck here uh, talking all about marketing, but really, actually, more we talk about Beck's journey. And gosh, she's been on a, on a roller coaster over the last few years and is coming out in incredible ways and showing up so beautifully. And I just, couldn't wait to have a conversation with her and share it with you. So a little bit about Beck. With 12 years clocked up in marketing, she started her own business with the goal of helping business owners remove the stress and overwhelm and demonstrate that marketing strategies don't need to be overcomplicated, overbudgeted or over fluffy. They need some humanity and some consistency. Her goal is to amplify brands, create clear strategies and magnify messaging. And a fun fact that she never tried Coca-Cola in her life and she can't cry tears. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Beck is just such a heart, um, an open heart, a generous uh share of information and her sharing of her story is really beautiful. So please jump in and listen with me. Welcome to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast, Beck. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to be on here. I probably should have used your proper name, but anyway, you get to do that now because my first question, the easy, just to, you know, ease into it, right? Who are you? Oh, that's quite a deep question though, isn't it? (laughs) It is. is. Choose your own adventure with how you answer. So uh, my name is Beck Chappell. I am in Sydney, Australia. Um, Not quite as warm and sunny as where you are, but that's okay. Uh, I love being in Sydney. I was born and raised here. 
And yeah, just never had the need to leave. To be honest, I love family. So they're all here still. And yeah, so I run Plum Marketing Solutions, which I started in 2020 in April. Um, And yeah, I mean, I guess you're going to ask me why I started my own business, aren't you? (laughs) My next question was, you run Plum Marketing. (laughs) What is that all about? (laughs) So pretty much Plum was born out of having being given the space to start it, to be honest, in my head, I'd always felt like I'd seen in my career in the past, I'd worked with a lot of consultants and worked with a lot of really great marketers in that space. When in a business before I'd been the last one standing in a whole team that was made redundant. And so they brought a lot of consultants in and they brought a lot of really great marketing people in. And I was like, this is, this looks like the fun stuff. Like this looks like the stuff that I want to eventually sink my teeth into. But my career like kind of took me in a different direction and I ended up entering businesses and starting marketing departments in those businesses where they hadn't had them before. So these businesses were all 10 million plus, quite big. They'd grown quite quickly. And so I would come in and sort of bring some order back to what it was they were doing and help them understand what direction they wanted to go in and what clients they wanted to work with and build on that. And then I was headhunted at the end of 2019 into a business that was similar to the in, to the industry I'd been working in. Once again, really big business, no marketing. They wanted me to come in bo- on board and start that marketing team and, and do all this sort of stuff. And very quickly, I realized the job was not what it was going mm. to be. <laughs> mm. And then, you know, went back into the workforce in 2020 after a long Christmas break, as, as that industry always gets. And, you know, really realized it wasn't right. And so I started feeling that like icky feeling going to work and I was trying to get things across the line. Nothing was getting across the line and then COVID hit. And so I very quickly lost my job because I was still in probation. Mm. Very easy to get rid of me as an overhead. Mm. And I was sitting on my couch one day and I thought, I don't do my own thing. I've been talking about this for years. I've done some side business for friends and, you know, and I just, I love doing that. And everyone thought I was truly crazy. Um, And yeah, then Plum was born and I don't, don't ask me where the name came from. I think it was just. (laughs) Beautiful color. It was totally very close to my brand color. So we. uh... Yeah, we're so aligned on that. And I think that's what it was. I've always loved purple. I wanted to have a really rich color in the market because a lot of people don't. They go with those pastels. And I was like, well, that's not me. I'm. Neutrals. Oh, no. I'm so not. No no beige for me. We're very, we're both very bold. (laughs) We have bold personalities, right? Yeah. It's got to come across now, branding. Um, Yeah. And then before you knew it, I had my first client and, and here we are. But it's, what? you know, it's funny as well as with that, like, you know, going with the bold colours. I think also that I, like my original colours were black and white and it's quite funny. My logo is black and white, but in my website and someone one did, wants to review and they're like, you're not black and white though. Like you're not neutral, yeah. like you're colourful. And it's like, you know, those things where you hear it like three times and I did have somebody do a brand audit. She was like very nervous. She's like, you're the branding person. I shouldn't be doing it. I was like, no, no, I like, I welcome. And you can't see the wood through the trees for your own stuff. Yeah. And it's really fun because what she sort of recommended and we discussed about and I visioned after that is what now my website is and the literal colour explosion. And so I feel like, you know, I'm so glad that when you started that you've gone for what feels right for you because, yeah, I think we think professional so you've got to go more neutral or like navy is used a lot because that's a trusted colour and very professional but you can end up looking more generic and 
you know, not not getting any feeling across. So yeah. if, if you like colour, go for it. And I think like colour, it's interesting because there is a whole psychology of colour, right? Mm-hmm. And people don't realise this, but that's why we go with the colours that we go with. But at the same time, I think, you know, purple is a very prestigious colour too. It's so, royalty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's royal, <laughs> so elegant. A psych- like psychological thing going on there for me where I was like, well, how am I going to position myself in the market? And, But to be honest, I didn't really think about it from a, which is interesting from a marketing point of view. I was just like, I love purple. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And that's good. You should go with, because you're the one who has to see it all the time. We yeah. have to look at it all the time. We should like what we're looking at as well as attracting. And if you like it and it's true to you, you're going to attract people like myself who like that color. <laughs> but it's quite fun, Beck, because I've been on this journey with you from day one, really. We yes. met on Business Chicks calls early in the pandemic when um, things were hitting. So it was probably just literally, I think it had just kind of all happened. Yeah. So my a few first... other things happened. Right? Yes, they did. <laughs> so my, my first thing when I started my own business, because I'd been to a nine to thrive, like a business chicks event. And my first thing when I got my own business, I was, well, I have to join business chicks. And it was literally the first purchase I made in my business. Oh, like, you should have you told them that? They'd love that. Actually, I don't think I have. That's and they cute. probably would love that. Because, you know, yeah. for nine to thrive, I was the first person to buy a ticket to that event. And they sent me a personal card years oh, ago. And I still oh, have the they're card. They're so good. I know. I do need to tell them that. Um, so you and I met on my first Business Chicks call because they jumped on the virtual call scene pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And instantly you reached out to me and I was like, wow, this is why I joined this community. Like yeah. you and I, yeah, I instantly like. Yeah, there's so know, many people like, Emma. <laughs> and now I'm still on like every call. I'm just like, I'm, like, I'm not. Hey, gals, me again. And people are like. <laughs> Does she work there? No, I do not work for Business Chicks. You could, though. (laughs) I'm just a very, very passionate fangirl and very grateful to meet people like Beck. Anyway, I'm going to stop interrupting you. Yes, what else was going on at that time? Well, so in the January before I started my own business, I was exiting being, I was having a breakdown of my marriage. It's probably the best way to put it and then very quickly. Very diplomatic. (laughs) Very (laughs) diplomatic. It was was, like it's interesting looking back on it now because I'm like, it was a really tough time of my life. And, you know, before I would jump on some calls, I would be bawling my eyes out because there was there was the breakdown of the marriage, lost my job. And to be honest, I had been bullied at that job. Like, and they used, because mm-hmm. I had made, I mean, you should feel comfortable enough to tell your managers when you're going through something personal. And they ended up using that against me. Mm. And I was like, I showed up regardless of what was going on in my life. You know, I never took a sick day. I never, even though I was going through hell at home, I still showed up. And then as they were firing me, they were like, oh, we just think you're a bit distracted. I'm like, mm. uh, like no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> but also like, don't use that as an excuse when, no. you know. So I think was- we were all distracted in April. Correct. Nobody was focusing. That's, yeah, April 2020, we should be very clear. <laughs> yeah. anyone, you're like, what was I doing that year? Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> My whole life is falling apart. Yeah. Quite, quite the world crumbled. Yeah. yeah. And then I, like, add on top of pandemic and then deciding to start my own business and also my father-in-law was sick. So it was this, like, beautiful concoction of, wow. I ha- But it was interesting. I never, I had such a different mindset of all of this stuff is happening, but it's happening for me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had this, for the first time in my life, I could do whatever the hell I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yes, I needed income. And pretty scary when you're separating from someone because income is really important, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't want to be relying on someone 
that you're sort of separating from, like that's not a good good thing to have to do. So obviously I had savings and things, but you still panic about that. You've got mortgages, you've got all that. So I knew that my business had to work. There was no no questioning. And I got my first client within a week of advertising that I was doing it. So that was great. Mm-hmm. But that was from the networks I'd built in my career, right? Mm, reputation. Yeah. You have as a person. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was just, it was an absolute, like, I'm going to say shit storm. Like there's no yeah. other way to describe yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by the September of that year, you know, we'd, we'd officially split and then my uh, a month later, my ex's dad passed away and that was just a whole other thing. I was there for it and it was just, yeah, pretty upsetting. And then 2021, you know, one year into this business, then having to go through the financial separation, mm-hmm. that was a whole other challenge in itself too. And it really, you know, those two, two years taught me so much about who I wanted to be as a person, but who I'd been in the past, who I wanted to be going forward and also what I wanted my life to look like. Like it was, it was this beautiful time where, and I think to be honest, for me, having this space of a pandemic where you're not allowed to do anything gave me the opportunity to reflect, which I think so often in our businesses and our personal lives, we don't do, we just wake up every morning and we're rinse and repeat. Yeah. And I think having your whole life fall apart around you at the same time. And I don't, I I mean, I say that, but I still had the most amazing friends and family support, Mm. right? Like I had it proved to me how loved I actually was outside of the love that I thought I needed from a man. Like yeah, I, talk, yeah. I, I think about that a lot now because I'm still single <laughs> somehow. I really lean on that. I really lean on that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I totally lean on it. I'm like, you know what? I get a lot of love in all places <laughs> of my life. It's so good. Yeah. But this year, you know, this year hasn't been without its challenges. If anything, I actually think for me, this year's been even harder, but it's been another time to kind of reflect and say, well, what's not been working in the business or where do I want the business to go? And I think mm-hmm. this reflection and building what we want and deciding at any time, that doesn't serve me anymore. I think it's giving ourselves permission to have those honest chats with ourselves because so often we are rinse and repeat. Yeah. And it's, you know, it is, you ask, it's, still quite a young business and you know they say that the first five years is the hardest um (laughs) and if you survive the first five years it's amazing it's it's incredible how you've started up and as I said that's a testament to your reputation and the fact that people knew you as a person and could vouch for you um but I'll say like as well from knowing you and the net like the networking that you've done and like how my network has changed in the last two years I think in a way the pandemic was such a gift in that we did move online a lot more mm-hmm. and so it's um, really, uh, no, I want to say neutralised, it's really um, levelled the playing field in terms of where we are yeah. uh, and so that you can have this much more expanded, expanded and expansive network that probably in the past it would have been just your workplace, whereas now you've got all these online beautiful virtual connections and this tribe of business women who are doing what you're doing, who get it. That's why I love talk. We love talking to one another because we get it. Yeah. Um. And so I, you know, I think that, you know, I'm putting words into your mouth, but I think that's such a gift. And I know it's a gift that I have. Like just the women that I'm talking to on the daily now are so many of them I've met through the networking, and a lot of yeah. that was online that we've now translated into real life. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think the connections I have now. I look back on my life pre 2020, and I was like not to say anything bad about the people that I knew or the circles that I was in, 
but it's been such a big shift and it was very quick that the people that were going to stick by me and kind of like I could lean on and they just loved me stayed around the people that were like I've been a friendship of convenience or like you know the age I guess the age that you were at and also like life circumstances and then to where I am now so many of my friends are in other states like it's not Mm. like we're hanging out all the time but like I'm friends with you and I feel like we talk almost every day like we leave (laughs) each other really long voice notes but one of my other girlfriends she's in Melbourne and me and her have met we're like we're the same person like literally and she'll leave me long voice notes and then another friend who's just moved back to the UK and it's like it's crazy to think that so many of my friends are are virtual friends, but I know that if I fly to Brizzy or like fly to the Gold Coast or fly to Melbourne or fly wherever, I can be like, hey, you know, let's hang out. Let's, and it, it will be like we've just always known each other. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And it's interesting how like you can take this virtual thing and easily meet each other in real life and then be like, I can touch you. I can like hug you. And it's, it is amazing. And, the connections I have, honestly, I think the biggest mistake people make in business is going it alone. Mm-hmm. You can't. You Agreed. have to reach out and find your tribe, whether it's the fact that you pay for a mentor and a business coach and stuff, or you know, you join a group like Business Chicks, which really for the value you get out of it is nothing, right? Mm. Like I always I think that I'm like, to me it's no brainer and they can use that audio, right? <laughs> yeah. Business chicks. What are you sponsoring this damn podcast, guys? I know, right? <laughs> Um, ladies, but like it, it, that's you know, for me, I've also got a business coach now, and you know, having those connections in that group, mm. it's just it does. It's like you have a bad day, and you call, like, I know I can message you on a bad day and be like, Why am I in business again? Because you have those days, especially early on, because you were fighting your feet, yeah. And you got to find you got to say yes to all the things that you should have said no to, but you're going to say yes because you think money, money, money. And the truth is, sometimes. <laughs> saying no and you know not falling into that money trap it's harder but it's such a powerful lesson and serves you so much better and it serves the client better to be honest too because it's not going to be good for either of you but um yeah no we did talk a little bit about that one time didn't we and on a chat or just a call between the two of us about earning your stripes in business and not that anyone has to prove themselves and I I think that people can start and learn things very quickly but there is a certain thing about I had someone be really quite surprised that I'd been in business for so long. Um, so that I felt like everybody had just started the business in, like two years ago. I was like, no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, some of us have been around. Obviously, like there was, there was a huge wave of people who entered uh, the business world. Um, oh, did we freeze? Hang on. You've frozen. Have I got you? Frozen. Just going to keep. I got you back. Okay, okay cool. You're right. There was a huge wave of people and that was when I lost Okay, it. cool. I'll say it again. So there was a huge wave of people who entered the business world or, you know, started their own business because of COVID. And so I, I totally get that. But there are people like myself who've been around 13 years <laughs> or yeah. 10 years. Uh, but we do have this new way of working, like the way that I did always have virtual connections but it's just been amplified and uh you know and it has a lot more value than it used to have and people get it now of ever this way of working but yeah I do think there's that little bit of earning your stripes I Um, feel like I'm about to go on a rant in this one (laughs) and I rant yeah rant because I think look I think you do earn your stripes at some point so like for me I earn my stripes and I've got a real 
be my bonnet a little bit about this in the marketing world because I think there's a lot of marketers that are very fresh. They haven't done the time yet. They're offering some pretty hectic advice, but they've not done the time. And it's yeah. like, I didn't do my time in my own business, but I did 13 pretty crazy years in corporate dealing mm-hmm. with a lot of like shit. Mm-hmm. And it set me up to probably transition into my own business. And I think if you're coming fresh and you don't have that background, like I think <laughs> corporate for us, I don't know, for me, it beat me down a little bit. Like you, you come out, you're a bit cocky, you know, you're like, oh, I can do, I can do this. And I think the good thing about having the cockiness a little bit beaten out of you in corporate, which it is like, you know, it's not, there's not a great culture in corporate, Mm. let's be honest. But I think it, it prepares you for if you are going to go out on your own. And I think the earning your stripes thing is so important. Like I would never say to you, uh, like you and I would have a conversation, but I know at the end of the day, you have so much wisdom and knowledge that I don't have in places where I can learn from you. And I think the biggest mistake you can have is going to a business owner that's been in business, you know, twice as long as you or, and expecting to teach them something. Like, I think the best thing you can do. And I think the biggest gift for me has been all these people that have been in business, you know, 10 plus years or even five plus years have come to me and said, we want you to succeed. Here's the mistakes I made. Yeah. Have all of my shit. Take my failings. Take them. I feel so mistakes. It's like (laughs) I've gotten been given these golden tickets of like, hey Beth, don't do that. And it's like, thank you. Like, what a gift. And I think if you're not willing to receive that message and not willing to sit down and talk to these people just because, you know, you think that you've got all the knowledge in the world because you've done X course or you've done, you know, I think the biggest gift you can give yourself is just unlearning and sitting there and saying hey I'm here to listen like and all of us can do that I'm uh, like you know like I learn from my clients as much as I'm sharing with them and I would never sit on my high horse saying but you know but it's also about knowing your lane as well and so um appreciating your lane and where you can help and you know like I said before someone saying to me oh I I feel like kind of weird telling you about your brand or doing a brand audit for you and I'm like (laughs) But I can't see my stuff. Like someone totally. can point something out so obvious to me that I'm missing because I'm so in it and I'm so busy telling other people and sharing and helping them that you just don't always reflect on your own stuff the same way. And so I really value other people coming. And, and in a way, you know, people, you know, there's just different, you know, different mindsets and you coming into business new, like you do have that enthusiasm and fresh eyes and there's things that, people who have been in business longer might go, ah, I've already done that or I've tried that or nah. <laughs> and you're like, well, did you try it 10 years ago when especially socials and stuff wasn't oh, yeah. really a thing? Like maybe you can try that again or in a different way or maybe it was just a strategy or maybe it was the timing or whatever. Like don't just discard, like I'm listening to manifesting stuff at the moment. It's like throw everything at it. So, you know, do try things and, and tweak things and also don't just burn things to the ground, which is my out of my profile <laughs> marketing though marketing is a big it is a big trial and error thing like mm-hmm. the, no one has a silver bullet and the minute someone tells you they do stop listening yeah <laughs> because, this is the way yeah mm. there is no and there's no right way and that's the exciting thing about marketing you can be like like look at the Richard Bransons of the world right like he didn't do stuff traditionally and look at how well it's worked out for him and I think the minute that you you know, there's so many people, and I'm sure this irks you too. But there's so many people on like Insta. Insta's my my pet peeve. There's so many people on Insta that are like, I made 60K in one month. Find out how. And it's like, 
cool. I'm so happy you did that. I'm glad that you did that and glad that you want to share it. But like your, the way of doing it, like, yes, definitely learn, listen, take in what you need, but it doesn't mean it's going to be right for your business. And I think that, you know, what I see a lot is people getting caught up in stuff like that and then being really disappointed when it doesn't work for their business because they're trying to implement something and there might be a service business, but it's they've taken advice from like product. So it's, but really- it's also the instant gratification yeah. thing. It's like that could have been years of reputation building 100%. that got to that or it could have been five failed launches that yeah. got them to that launch or whatever. Like it, you know, there's just more to the story. And like you said, I think it's finding what feels good and right for you. And yeah. like, you know, today I was talking about doing Instagram lives and podcasts. Like this feels, I love doing this. This is fun. Yeah. Yeah, we did a live together recently. It was so easy. It was fun. We're going to do them once a month at least because that is something. Both of us love it, right? We love the shame. Yeah. We we, we were joking that it's shameless self-promotion, but it's not. We actually are, we're gifting people something. I personally believe. I think it's a gift. And I think podcasting is a gift. You know, you give people a story and a why and then like the knowledge of how to. And I think that's a beautiful gift to give people. Yeah, it's and it's finding how you want to show up. And there's always a little bit, there might be a little bit of challenge or a little bit of having to push yourself. And But, you know, it's finding what feels good and right to you. And then if that's your strength, and I really had this awakening this year that speaking was my, is feels like easy and, and good to me. I like writing, but right now it's not coming as easily. So mm-hmm. I'm going to lean into the speaking until I feel like that writing for myself comes back. Awesome. Do you? face any challenges showing up with your personal brand? Because I've talked a little bit about business, but, you know, and you've shared, thank you very openly, some of your journey, but, like, how do you feel about, yeah, that showing up as yourself when you've had to do that a lot in starting your business? Yeah, and I'm very open about my story and I, I happily share it. And the reason I do that is because I think there's, I, I it was interesting, I was told very early on in the piece, they're like, God, you're really strong and resilient. Where does that come from? And I think a lot of people don't realize we're all strong and resilient. It's just sometimes when we're in that dark place or we're at rock bottom, we forget. And, you know, we get caught up in the way, in the mindset that we're in and it doesn't allow us to think of things in a different way. And for me recently, like I'm very open that recently I've been, I lost my dog mm. and it's really hit me. Like I'm back in, if anything, it's actually probably worse than what I went through in 2020. If I'm, this year for me has been a bigger struggle. And it's really looking at that, what what is the gift in every day? And I, I don't, I guess like sometimes I get a lot of like, oh, crap, I've put that into the world. <laughs> <laughs> Are people going to judge me? Am I like, what's going to be the fallout from that? And I said on Are You OK Day because I said, Are You OK Day? People might think it's a hype day and it's everyone jumping on the bandwagon. But that's important. Because those conversations, even if it's one day a year, it opens the door for people like me who have suffered depression and anxiety Mm. to say it doesn't affect who you are in life. Like you can still show up a functioning human and have depression, anxiety, and obviously, you know, get the help that you need um, if you need it. But it's never affected my career. And I've had people question that. They've been like, oh, how could you have a career when you're, and I'm like, because it's like anything in our health. Where, you know, if you get a cold, you, you take the, you take the antibiotics, you do what you need to do. Like it doesn't affect you forever. And it might Mm. be something like for me, it might be something that I might still have little panic attacks come on, but I know how to deal with them. And I think being able to have those 
conversations and being the person that opens the door for them. That's a nice thing to be able to gift the world from all my experience. And that's why yeah. I never really hold back talking about it. But yeah, sometimes I, I look back, I'm like, holy shit, what's the fallout <laughs> going to be from that? Um, and I think, well, if there's a fallout, are those people my people? No. Yeah, it's a great when you get to that place. And I think, you know, what's nice though is I think that you've been, and I've seen it, you've been positively reinforced when you have done that. Like you've got, you know, people are so scared to post or to say anything sometimes, put any content out into the world, uh, personal or business. And then when they do, they just get feedback and it's generally quite nice. Like it's generally, it starts with, nice. they might get one bad comment or one like, do you really need to say that? And like you said, it's that, Mm. are you the people for me if you don't want to see how I'm showing up as I am? But most of the time it's people going, oh, thank you for saying that or, oh, I feel like I know you more now or feel more connected to you because of of who you are and and of what you said. So yeah. I think it's it's beautiful. And, yeah, thank you for sharing thank so you. openly about the, you know, yeah, push, I guess pushing past that. And um, I, I always re- um, resonate most with the post where you can feel the emotion and you can feel yeah. like doesn't mean you have to cry on camera or something, but you feel that it was passionate. Well, you're real. Yeah, I think this is the it. thing, you know, like everyone talks about authenticity um, and I think, you know, that, that there's authenticity and then there's like I don't think there's anything wrong with showing up who you are and I think the world is looking for that. Like I think the world is looking to connect with other humans because we're all having a human experience, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I have so many other questions for you, but um, I love where this has gone and I love that I said I wanted to talk to you about you, so I'm glad this has gone there. <laughs> Beck and I are going to chat more on uh, live Instagrams on at lovely comms, but you can also find us chatting on Beck's podcast. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So we've got Marketing Espresso, um, which is, yeah, it's literally uh, just a hit of marketing advice twice yeah. a week. It's so fast we- when you're recording. <laughs> I know. It's like, whoa, this is tight, tight, tight. <laughs> tight, tight, tight. <laughs> and you and I did quite a few apps together. So we've got a few dropping. Um, which is very exciting. So please go check that out. I would love that. We'll put it in the show notes for sure. Um, and tell, give us one little quick tip if for the audience, if they'd like to be getting a marketing professional on board, like something to think about if they were going down that road. Um, why are you doing it? Be super intentional and be really, really a strong communicator because the more you can tell your marketer, the more you can tell them about you and why you're in business, your team, whatever it is, the more they're going to be able to give you a result and also tell them what success looks like for you. They're not mind readers. What is your goal? Why are you getting them on board? Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. So powerful. <laughs> so helpful. Thank you. From the marketing awesome. profession. How do we get in contact with you? Well, you can find me at Beck underscore Chapel on Insta and Rebecca Chapel on LinkedIn, which is very, very formal. I should change it to Beck. I know. I know. I'm like, Rebecca. Should I call you Rebecca? Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thank you for your honesty. Thank you for the way you show up. Uh, thank you for our fabulous conversations. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I know that we will talk again soon. Oh, we will. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of Live and Love Your Brand. I'm so grateful that you've shared your time by listening today. That means so much to me. And if you're loving what you're learning, I would be so appreciative if you'd leave a review, rate this podcast and subscribe. It really shows me that you care, but it also helps other listeners to find us too. Again, please be sure to connect with me. I love hearing from you and getting to know your story. 
You can connect with me on Instagram at lovelycoms, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and please do join the gorgeous community, Live and Love Your Brand, our Facebook group. Or if you're ready to take action now and want to improve how you show up in the world with your brand, then head on over to lovelycommunications.com. Again, lovely is L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, communications.com to learn how you can work with me. My clients have gone on to experience opportunities that they could never have dreamed of. From starting businesses to taking leadership in their own life, they have found the confidence to stand in who they are and to go wholeheartedly after what they truly want in life. And I want that for you too. If you're ready to invest in yourself and reconnect with who you are, then let's chat. Thank you again for listening. Now go into the world and share the beauty that is the uniqueness of you. Catch you next week, lovely.